the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia right here on SAFM it is 13 minutes after three o'clock. Let's uh, now go off to The Hague where we speak to Sophie Mugwena, SABC International um, News Editor. Tomorrow is D-Day as the global community will be paying attention to South Africa's case against Israel at the International Court of Justice with several countries having welcomed the move amid global calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. Sophie Mugwena now joining us, uh, joining us live. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. What can you tell us about the anticipation of this case and also how it has been able able to grab um, global news headlines and as we saw yesterday as well in the UK Parliament David Cameron as the Foreign Secretary appearing before the Committee on International Affairs. You are correct the international community is watching the developments and there's huge interest when we arrived here uh, in the Netherlands particularly here at The Hague. Uh, we saw many uh, journalists arriving uh, from different media houses and uh, all of them trying to get officials from South Africa or the legal team to speak to them about uh, tomorrow. We know that uh, uh, the court is saying that uh, this is the first time in the history of this court you have such a huge number of journalists who have requested accreditation. But secondly, on the margins of what will be happening inside, you will have people who will be uh, participating in support of uh, this uh, presentation by South Africa tomorrow. And therefore, clearly, most of the people who will be outside will be those who are supporting Palestine and people who have been calling for ceasefire. And therefore, it is going to be a big day tomorrow here in the Netherlands at The Hague. And um, as you pointed out, even different world leaders have weighed in. It is not only David Cameron, who's currently responsible for external affairs of the United Kingdom, but we saw Blinken also talking about this case, even though he says uh, uh, there are no merits for what South Africa is seeking from the courts. But many people are saying South Africa is correct because uh, in terms of the inflammatory statements that were made by officials, including the prime minister, of uh, 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 Israel, that's part of what the Geneva Convention is talking about, and Israel is a signatory to the Geneva Convention. Secondly, the act, the act in a sense that the death toll, more than 20,000 and 80% are women and children, and therefore uh, people are saying this uh, is a strong basis for South Africa to request the court for now to ask Israel to stop with bombardment. Um, and, and what's the likelihood of that happening? What's currently happening in Gaza while this matter is being heard before the ICJ? You know very well that uh, Israel is continuing with the bombardment. Uh, our team in the Middle East have been reporting and that uh, uh, conflict is now uh, moving uh, in to other countries. We saw what happened in Lebanon and now Hezbollah on standby to also uh, participate uh, in terms of fighting with Israel. And that is why America is worried that uh, many countries in that region are going to be affected. So bombardment is continuing. And that is why South Africa is looking forward 
to present tomorrow. Remember, these are not arguments. They are just going to make statements and the judges will listen. Where they seek clarity, South Africa will respond by uh, written uh, responses. And then on Friday, uh, Israel will come and also make uh, statements with their team that's being led by uh, Malcolm Shaw, you know, a veteran legal mind from uh, Britain. And also on their side, they've also chosen the former Israel Supreme Court president who was there 1995 to 2006, uh, Aaron Barak. On South Africa's side, in terms of the judge, we know that uh, they have uh, appointed or requested uh, judge, former Deputy Chief Justice Dikhang Moseneke to be part of the bench. And therefore, this, this, is, this is huge, Aldrin. This is very, very huge. This issue or this case will be something that many generations to come will refer to when there are challenges such as the one that we see in the Middle East currently. Just quickly in conclusion, um, we've, we've spoken really a lot about international or let's let's say, and especially coming from the West at least, some of the countries that are either in support or are not in support of this application. And we know with, um, for instance, the Islamic states as well that have come out in support of this application by, um, by South Africa. But what do we know about African states? Where does the African Union stand on this matter? No word from African Union, but you'd recall that African Union issued a statement long time ago calling for ceasefire and uh, supporting Palestine because you know that in the African Union there was a resolution taken that uh, Africa will support Palestine in its quest for freedom. You know that uh, the leader of uh, the Palestinian Authority gets invited during the AU meetings in January, the annual meetings, to make a presentation. You would recall uh, last year when Israel wanted to uh, be in the house when uh, the meeting started, the assembly was starting as an observer, and then there was a request that uh, there was no agreement that Israel must be an observer at the AU, but the Palestinians are allowed, and the leader of the Palestinian Authority in, in, in West Bank does present a statement all the time at the AU. But we haven't is coming out strongly supporting uh, South Africa. We know that Algeria in particular, and this month Algeria became a member of the Security Council as a non-permanent member, has made its uh, case clear that it, it does support South Africa. It wants a permanent ceasefire. We know that uh, there's a likelihood that end of January, Algeria is going to chair the African Union. And therefore, with those countries that are supporting Palestine within the African Union and mm. Algeria chairing, we are again going to see a momentum picking up in terms of the support for okay. Palestine. But countries such as Maldives and Bolivia yesterday joining also supporting South Africa. And therefore, I think, uh, yeah, that's where we are. But, you know, at times or the global stage, uh, people tend to wait and, 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 and want to see where this thing is going. Because the reality is that the America is a shopkeeper yep. of the world. And therefore, people sometimes are scared to come out clear. But for now, America has been on the side of Israel. 
But at the same time, America is fully aware that it is a signatory of the Geneva Convention, the the Genocide Convention. And therefore, this is a process, a means where member countries of the United Nations must go to when they are aggrieved rather than taking arms. And therefore, evoking this uh, Genocide Convention, you are trying to say, let's resolve this problem and let us not fight. Thank you so much for your time. Sophie Mukwena, SABC News, International News Editor.